You are a verb. The activity of life itself happening in, through, in, as you. Your every thought, word, deed, and emotion creates a demand in the universe. A demand to convert your inner vibration into outer manifestation. Everything about you is a yes to something. Where is your yes? Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Where Is Your Yes podcast. I'm Reverend Deborah L. Johnson, known as Rev D. So happy to be spending this time with you. You know, on this podcast, we do the deep exploration into spirituality, not as external activity, but as internal identity. As a basis for the podcast, I'm using materials like they are divine downloads. They are spiritual messages that I get often in the form of letters. Some have been published in a series called Letters from the Infinite by Sounds True. Volume one is The Sacred Yes. Volume two is uh, Your Deepest Intent. Uh, We're going to be going over today the last part, uh, sections six and seven, from a letter in the Sacred Yes called Confess Your Hearts. I will be sharing the letter uh, as much as I can and the manner in how it was first received. Um, I get it orally and then I um, transcribe it. It, it, this particular letter, um, at this particular point in time in it, uh, we've been said and told that we ask so many faulty questions, questions about when things are going to be over and why is this happening again and uh, why won't it work out? And that so much of the difficulty that we have in our lives is that we're asking the wrong questions. Seeking ye shall find, yes, but we're not really seeking the truth when we ask those kinds of questions. And we're being challenged here to start seeking the truth. Section six begins as follows. If you will start asking yourself the spiritual questions that you teach, preach, talk about, sing about, affirm, etc., 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 so much, then the very nature of your inquiry into your own life will be substantively different. Ask yourself questions like this. Lord, What would you have me to see or understand now? I know there's only one of us here, so how is this one or that one who is irritating me to death really me? And how am I them? 
all things work together for my good. Lord, show me how to use the good that I know is in this situation for the highest and the best purpose. How long will I have the honor of experiencing this circumstance, which brings such a fresh new healing perspective to my life? And Lord, is it long enough? When you start to seek truth, when you start to seek the revelation of your real authentic self, when you start to earnestly seek the unity, the harmony, the wholeness of your being in your relationship to all persons, places, and things, you will discover that every moment of every day is magical. It's much like what happens when the light hits the glass that's multifaceted with cuts on all sides. Oh, there's a rainbow of color, a full spectrum that is such a delight. You may say that the rainbow is an illusion. But is it any more an illusion than what? You think you've been seeing anyway? Think about how you stop in that moment and smile. And your heart feels full just from seeing all of those brilliant colors reflected. That's how it is with your life, my children. You are diamonds. All of you are diamonds. Diamonds, every time that you're able to see yourself in a new perspective, every time you're able to overcome some cloud of illusion that would have you believe in the appearance it it creates, every time you're able to do this, you cut a new facet on your diamond. The diamonds that shine the brightest are the ones that have the most facets on them. Different angles turned a lot of different ways. It's not just flat, one-dimensional. It's a crystal clear transparency that's able to show its true colors because it lets the light in. This is why it is good that you confess the trials and the tribulations of your heart. You open up the closet doors and you allow the light to come in. And when the light comes in and you are able to face where you are with your spiritual eyesight, then you are able to see so much more than you can see. Think on these things. Let the light 
in. Take a breath. Think on these things. Let the light in. You're a diamond. You're a diamond. We are all diamonds in the rough. The diamonds that shine the brightest are the ones with the most cuts, the most facets, the ones that are the most multi-sided. Because that empowers the light to come in. So it is with you. So it is with your life. Every time you overcome something, every time you pierce through an illusion, every time you're able to have um, a new insight, a victory, reposition yourself in a way that is more empowering, every time you're able to do that, you put a cut on the diamond. You take away the hard, crusty part and become a little bit more transparent. When I was a child growing up, both my mother and my paternal grandmother, who lived in Los Angeles, had these old-style lamps with these kind of icicle-like um, uh, glass ornaments that were dangling. They were kind of triangular in shape, and they would down at the bottom would be kind of pointy, speared looking. And they would hang. And I really liked taking my hand and flicking across them and knocking them up against each other so that they would clink, 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 clink. And when they would do that, they would be moving around back and forth like a pendulum swinging, you know, back and forth and hitting each other. And that would make the light come through and it became like a rainbow show of rainbow dots all over the room. And they dance around and it was just such a delight to me. <laughs> and then I could hear my mother, Deborah! Oh, she she would get this squeak. I knew I was in trouble when it was followed by all three of my names. Deborah Lynn Johnson. That's when you know you're in trouble. Get on your whole full name. And she would get mad because the clinking would chip the prisms. <laughs> but I would love to see this dance that's happening, these rainbows. And 
such as it is within you. I know it feels very annoying to keep going through the same thing, like over and over and over again. But, you know, if a, if an artist is sculpting something or somebody's making something, they're going to keep turning it over. They're going to turn it over. Top side, upside, sideways, left, right. Because they get a different perception from every angle. You can't see the whole thing just from one angle. Okay? You've got to move things around, even if you're cleaning a house. You can't, if you just do the floor right in front of you, then the house will never really get clean. You have to get into some corners. You got to stoop down a little bit lower. Have you ever laid on the ground or laid on the floor in a room in your house and suddenly you began to see something that was up underneath the sofa that <laughs> that had been lost a long time? Or you see the little dust bunnies? Or you... uh get on a step stool to get something from an upper cabinet and then all of a sudden you see the dirt or the dust on the top of the refrigerator that you had missed before thinking that you had cleaned the kitchen and I'm not saying these things to make you think I'm a, a clean neat freak uh, but I'm talking about perspectives here and how you have to shift and see things from different angles I know as I've gotten older, my my parents used to always say, well, they, all the old folks used to say, you know, Deborah, you, you just can't see that now. You just can't understand that now. You'll see it when you get older. It used to make me mad. I used to resent it, but they're right. It takes years. It takes a certain amount of experience, longevity. Um... And as I've been old enough to see generations now, I, I can really see it even more. I can see patterns of life and cycles of life and things that I just couldn't see when I was younger. The letter asks us to start asking different kinds of questions. And with the different kinds of questions, we different, get different kinds of answers. If we're just into thinking that life is linear, that life is a destination, we just want to get from point A to point B and get it over with, we're missing the beauty of life. Life is a journey. Life is not linear. Life is cyclical. We keep coming back to the same things over and over and over again. Even what we think is linear is just a series of cycles. From one year to the next year, it's winter and spring and summer and fall, you know, January, February, March, over and over again. From one week to the next week, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one day to the next day, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, with cycles within cycles within cycles. 
so we get to do things, but at higher levels and higher planes. Like with mathematics or something, you learn all the mathematics that you can learn in the second grade, but then you're in the seventh grade. And you can do more. It's the same thing in life. It isn't that you didn't learn the lessons and you just have to repeat it again. It's that you're able to learn more now. So it isn't so much a repeat as it is a cumulative. You have to bring with you what you understood before to be your new baseline for what you know next. Listen to the difference. We freak out seeing something that looks like, oh, I've done this before. I've been through this before. I don't want to go through this again. And you miss. This isn't about going over it again. This is about your opportunity to now go the next level, to learn more, to grow more, to experience more. As long as I'm asking the questions, why is this wrong or how am I going to get out of this? When is this going to be over? I can't clean the jewels. Can't gleam the pearls. When we shift it to what's the benefit in this? What's the good in this? How am I able to use this and apply this? What did I know before that I can bring to bear here? And grow even deeper in my awareness and my understanding. You'll hear me often say that our biggest spiritual malpractice is just inconsistency. We know what we know, but we don't apply what we know in all areas. We use certain principles for our health and well-being, but, oh, that's the mortgage. You know, that's that's not going to work with economics. Or I use it over here for something, personal relationships. Oh, but that's this is work. That's not going to, you know, work here. There aren't different principles for large or small. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. So take whatever you know in your arena that you really know it in and apply it to another area. That's putting another cut on your diamond. So if I can use what I know in health and use it over here in my money management, it's like turning the diamond over at a different angle and putting another cut on it. I was thinking earlier today about the Tao Te Ching, which I really love by Lao Tzu. And 
I may not have the quote exactly right, but you'll you'll get the gist of it. Where it says, nothing is as soft and as yielding as water. But for overcoming the hard and the inflexible, none can surpass it. The soft overcomes the hard. The flexible overcomes the rigid. Everybody knows this, but few can put it into practice. It's kind of like that, where if we're washing something in the material world, we know that something soft and yielding like water that actually infuses, it, it, it melts in and merges with the very thing that it's getting rid of. When it dissolves, it actually becomes a part of it. It's not like a hammer or chisel that just knocks it off without getting into relationship with it. Think about what this means for relationships. Think about what this means for your body temple and healing. Where the softness and the water, it gets in there. If if you want to heal a relationship, you can't hammer at it from the outside. You have to melt into a, a, a oneness kind of identity with the person and have the hard, callous stuff of both you wash away. Within your body temple, the, the good juices and the herbs and you know, the things that you're, you know, the fresh fruits and vegetables and like the things that you're taking in. Okay. They're not hammering away at the immune system. They're, they're becoming a part of it. They're offering up what they have. They're not becoming separate. There's a a digestion. There's an assimilation that's taking place and yay even an elimination because their point comes a point when that which is fulfilled and it doesn't serve anymore it has to be let go so are you ready are you ready to be the diamond that you are Let your cuts be for gladness. Peace and blessings to you. I look forward to being with you on another episode. Thank you for being with us. Check out my other podcast shows and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, 
and Twitter. What's on your mind? Please visit my website at revdnow.com and join the conversation on my Where Is Your Yes blog. You can submit a question or comment and join the contact list. I'd love to hear from you and stay in touch. Where is your yet?